everybody. Welcome to Queer Christian Conversations. Today we are answering Bandy the Nomad's question about how does a recently divorced parent talk to their kid about queer dating when the kid's been used to heteronormative styles of relationship all their lives. So that's what we're talking about today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. For all of you who are new, my name is Coach Yema. Hey, absolutely me. My name is Coach Yema and I help LGBTQ plus people who identify as Christians. I help them make peace with their faith and their sexuality. So today we're answering Bandy's question. Come on in, I'm gonna wait um, a few seconds here. A couple of weeks ago, I asked a question about what people wanted to talk about on the show and questions they would like me to answer. So today we're talking about parenting. We're talking about talking to your kids about dating. If all of their life, all they've seen, is um, a hetero relationship. So how do you introduce to them queer relationships as a parent, okay? So I'm gonna wait a little while. Um, tell me how you're doing. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, Toast. Welcome, everybody. Come on in. How has your week been? Are you surviving? I feel like there was some kind of mercury retrograde going on this week or something because I it's been an interesting week for me. Hey, everybody. Um, I don't know what's been going on. I've had to be extra intentional about my um, mental health and keeping my emotions on track and, and watching my thoughts. It's been very, very, um, very interesting. So how are y'all been doing? How's your week been going? I know it was only Thursday. Hey, happy. I know it was only Thursday, but I feel like I've been ready for Friday to come since, uh, <laughs> I've been ready for Friday to come since yesterday. I was over it yesterday. I was like, you know what? I'm done. And I put myself to sleep. I had a few client calls and right after my client calls, I put myself straight to sleep and was like, I've had enough. Let me just, maybe if I sleep and wake up, I'll feel better. I didn't. Um, and so I had to get intentional about, um, talking to the Lord and getting my mind right. And so what I had to do was go through the process of journaling because my mind was spinning and I was having negative thoughts. And it was just like, okay, this is not, hey Toya, this is not, um, yeah, lots of tension, right? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's, what's happening. What's, what's going on, hey Toya, honey? I don't know what's going on. Um, but for me, I had to journal. Um, and it's funny because journaling is my secret to success. I'm waiting for Bandy to join guys because it's her question that we're answering today about parenting. Um, but when I journal, it's like my thoughts that are ha I'm having get so clear and the lie that I'm believing gets so clear that it just instantly lifts. And Holy Spirit talks to me, God talks to me in conversation as I journal. And so it's easy for me to get myself out of that nasty, gross place of where my thoughts are just out of control. So that was what really helped me. And so like, I think it was probably around 11 p.m. at night and I was finally like, okay, hey Anna. I was finally, I finally said to myself, I can't, I'm not going to bed with these emotions. I'm not doing this. So let me just pull out my journal. Let me start journaling. As soon as I started to journal, the lie became so clear, okay, because I had moved out of a space of gratitude and was in a space of complaining and seeing all of the worst things that were happening. And so as soon as I got to that place, I'm like, why am I upset about it? 
Hey, from Florida. I have a friend um, in Jacksonville. I love Florida. I was I almost went to Bible college in Florida, actually. And then that year, I think Hurricane Sandy came through and destroyed the Bible college. I was like, maybe that's a sign from God that I'm not supposed to be at that Bible college. <laughs> all right, so I think we'll just go ahead and get started because you all know that I like to come in and come out. Again, all the new people, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Kojima. I help LGBTQ plus people who identify as Christians to make peace with their faith and their sexuality. You know, we can have that sticky, that sticky, um, yeah, it definitely was a sign. We can have that sticky doubt about, you know, is it really okay with God? Are we really okay being queer? And we can have all of the mental um, capacity to understand it and saying, yeah, I've heard the teachings. I've listened to the podcast. I've watched the online videos. All of it makes sense. Yes, the Bible doesn't say that. But then because we've been conditioned for so long, there's something on the inside of us that gets triggered when we hear a message that's not affirming, right? Hey, Jan. And we go back into that place of doubting if we're okay. And does God really love me? Does he really talk to me? Does he really care about me? Does he, does he accept me? And you just keep spinning in the cycle of shame, guilt, fear. I talked about it today on the stories that you get into this place of survival mode. And nobody lives perfectly or be not even perfectly nobody lives beautifully on purpose they where they're supposed to being in a place where they're in survival mode okay so i help people in my program called the path to acceptance get into the place of where you're thriving i don't want you surviving i've i lived surviving for so long and i hated it that's why whenever i have a negative emotion now i know that my normal is to be soaked and saturated in love in the love of god that when i feel outside of that i instantly it's just like i'm not going to bed with this i may forgive myself and put myself to sleep and take a nap but not, i'm not going to sleep with this right so that's what i help people do get out of that cycle move away from it. let's get on the path to acceptance it's a whole program four steps structured plan okay get you to where you need to go without wasting any time I love that, okay? So, now, Bandy's question is all about, and if you're a parent, please engage in conversation with me. It's not just me talking here. Um, hey, Brooke, hey, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. Bandy's question is, she is a recently divorced person, um, and she is now dating as a queer woman. I'm assuming she's a woman. I think Bandy's a woman. I apologize, Bandy, if I'm saying you're a woman and you're not. Um, She's recently divorced and now is dating and she wants to understand how does she communicate with her kid about this queer life, lifestyle, this queer dating, when all of the kid's life they've only seen straight couples. So the first disclaimers I have in us answering this question is number one, I don't know how old Bandy's kid is. So the younger the kid is, it's not that big of a deal. Everything's normal to a kid. I mean, they they do make believe all of the time. They believe in Santa. I think parents get really concerned about messing up their kid's view of life when as a child younger than seven, six or seven, they're, they're accepting anything that you give them to be truth, which is dangerous at the same time for people who are not good parents, but for people who are great, beautiful parents who have open conversations um, 
Okay, Covenant Child Productions. I'm just going to take this moment to address you. I'm not sure what you're saying. If you are not an affirming person, um, I am a major uh, leader in the block ministry and you will be blocked, okay, sir. Um, and I don't have any problems with doing that, okay. This is a safe space for my audience and you will not be coming in here triggering them in any sort of way, okay. So if you're able to be loving and kind and just listen and learn we can do that if you're not i will figure out how to block you on here and have no problems doing so all right so the younger the kid is it doesn't it doesn't really matter um let me see something here uh okay i think i figured out how to do it. i just had to do it real quick i just felt in my spirit that i should take him out of here because i don't want to trigger you guys because we're having a beautiful conversation so if they're younger than six younger than seven everything in their life they believe you as a parent when you show them what reality is so introducing a partner to them of the same gender is not going to be earth shattering for them they're just going to accept like oh mom or dad is dating this person now okay moving on um number two disclaimer because i did take notes here because i don't want to miss anything I also don't know the relationship that you have with your child, no matter how old they are. I don't know if you've had the talk with them, because if you have been having the parental role, you've taken the parental role of being the sex educator for your kid, you would have had these conversations with them about, and it, as young as two or three, because they do have books for children that show these are the different types of relationships that people can have. These are the different types of families there are in the world so i don't know how open you are with your kid because here's the truth um hey serge uh here's the truth in an open conversation in an open transparent relationship with a kid you can discuss anything with them and if you're new to me last year i was a coach for mothers christian moms who had teenage girls and needed to understand and have a plan on how to talk to their girls about sex, right? There's all of this uh, anxiety around parents talking to their kids about sex. And so I built an entire plan. I still counsel those moms in a group uh, on Facebook. The plan and the program, the coaching program is called The Talk Made Easy. And it's for 12 weeks and I take them through an entire process where when they're done, they know exactly how to talk to their, to their daughter. They have a plan, they have goals and they implement and it's beautiful and I love it, okay? So that's what I did last year. So when I'm saying to you that it depends on what type of relationship that you have with your child, oftentimes, and this is no shade, this is no um, blame or shaming at all, mostly what happens is that we, I shouldn't say we because I'm not, I'm not a parent, but parents realize that it, they should be having these conversations with their children too late right we don't the conversation doesn't happen until there's a problem and then we're like oh my goodness i don't know why i keep saying we all just keep saying we uh we're thinking oh my goodness i've completely missed it now i have to rush in there and have this conversation and make sure they understand 
And if you are that person, Bandy, and you're realizing I've never talked to my kid about sex, I've never talked to them about relationships, and if I have, it hasn't been anything positive, it hasn't been affirming, there's so much more work to do before you even start to think about inviting a partner into that kid's life if your relationship with your kid is not as open and honest and beautiful and transparent as it needs to be so that you can have these conversations with them. So that would be the first step, right? So that's my second disclaimer. I don't know how old the kid is so this advice is very general i don't know the type of relationship that you have with your kid and baby's not here yet i don't know where she is so thank god i'm saving this i don't know the type of relationship that you have with your kid so i can't give you tailored custom specific advice for your specific particular situation and needs okay so we're going to be completely general and if you're a parent on here and you're a queer parent recently divorced and you want to have a conversation with me live on here and we can i can uh coach you through it really quickly let me know i will bring you on and we can do that okay no problems with doing that uh, somebody told me this is a side note somebody told me before and I was watching one of my old videos and they're like you touch your nose all <laughs> you touch your nose all of the time and I do touch my nose all of the time I don't know why I just realized it because I was watching a playback of one of my videos and I don't know my nose is always itching I don't know if it's sweating or what I don't know what's going on so <laughs> now you're gonna notice it because I said it um but I am always touching my nose I don't know what that is I apologize. I, I mean, I don't because I, why am I apologizing? It doesn't matter. Okay. <clears throat> so here are the tips I have. One, two, three, four, five tips here for us to go through. Okay. So the first tip is going to be, what's your own psychology around this? If in your mind that you're thinking that this is somehow as a queer person, that somehow this is abnormal, when you communicate to your child about your partners or your relationships, you're gonna communicate that idea and that feeling, that discomfort to your child about this being something that's abnormal and you don't wanna do that, right? So your own psychology, if you have that sticky doubt that I talked about earlier, get that together at bay, at least to the point of where you can have a conversation and introduce a partner without it feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm messing up my kid's life. I'm hurting them. I'm um, introducing something to them that's gonna ruin their, ruin their future, ruin their salvation or their understanding of God or the understanding of life. If you have any of those um, doubts on the inside of you, it's going to be difficult for you to communicate to your children, your child, in a space of peace and love. Like, I'm happy with who I am. I love who I am. I want to introduce my child to, to know more of who I am. And so here's my partner. Instead of saying, oh my goodness, I think I'm about to ruin my kid's life. I can't tell them I'm gay. I can't tell them queer. I for sure cannot bring a relationship. What is that going to look like? Two women kissing? Two men kissing? Is that going to ruin them? No, honey, okay, because people are kissing on cartoons. It's so funny to me how heteronormative life, right? People, uh, my cousin posted this last week and said uh, his beautiful son, and he said he's going to be a heartbreaker, okay? So automatically, the kid is not more than five years old. Automatically, when kids are younger, we start introducing them to the idea of being in relationships, with other people in a romantic sense so why is it different and harder for you as a queer person 
to talk about your relationship with your children when you already talk about relationships with them before any of that. It's not different, it's not weird, but if you think it is, that's where the problem is, okay? So um, the second, the second point I want to talk about is you need to know what your goal is when you're speaking to your child. So what is your goal in having the conversation of the fact that you're queer and now you're dating? What is the goal of that conversation? Is it to bring them in closer so that they know you more as a parent? Is it to educate them on the types of relationship? Like what, what is the, what is the reason? What Cardi B said, what's the reason? Okay. <laughs> I love Cardi B by the way. Um, Cardi said, what's the reason? So what is the reason of you having this conversation? What is your goal in the conversation? What is the goal in that initial conversation you're going to be having with them as a queer parent about dating? Because it's not one conversation. When people talk about the talk, it's never one talk about sexuality. It is an ongoing conversation, okay? So that initial conversation with them, what's your goal? What's the purpose? What's the reason? Figure that out, okay? Number three, how much of your dating life are you planning on introducing or sharing with your kid? So are you planning on introducing every partner that you have to your kid? Which as a parent, I know that parents are very selective with who they introduce to their children. So is, if the goal of the conversation is that you have someone in your life now that you're planning on getting married to, and so now you want to introduce your kid to that, that's very different versus you just want your kid to just generally know that you are queer and that you're dating the same gender. Maybe because you're, you don't want, here I go again, touching my nose. <laughs> now I'm think now I'm conscious of it. Um, my reticular activating system has been activated. So whether you want to be the first one to tell them because you don't want anybody else in the family to be to come to your kid and be like, well, do you know your mom is out here dating women? Okay, you don't want anybody else to have that conversation with them, right? So if that's the goal and that's the conversation, you need to figure that. Hey, John, you need to figure that out first before going in all right and if your goal is to just be like i just want my kid to know everything about me what type of relationship are you really formulating with that child and what what attributes and character are you trying to form in them about being able to come to you number one about how they are going to relate to other people in relationships like you want to be the person that's modeling what a healthy relationship looks like to them and that's why you're introduced there's so many different reasons but you need to understand that before you have this conversation okay and then number what number are we on one two three four number four be open hey gabby be open to answering questions depending on how old they are okay especially if they're teenagers and they've been either in the relationship you've been in the relationship with their their dad or their other parent for a really long time all of their life and now you're hey priscilla and now you're dating women um be open to answering questions about what happened mom how did this when did you first know that you were queer how do you know if you're queer and you don't know too i'll have the, i'll say this caveat you don't know if your kid may also be 
struggling with these emotions and they're asking you questions that may seem invasive, but they're asking, trying to pinpoint and locate where they are in their own sexual journey, their sexual identity in their faith, okay? So if it, if it feels invasive, get out of yourself for a second and you're a parent you know how to do this get out of yourself for a second don't take it personal and be there as a teacher through your own experience to help your kid if they are because you really don't know maybe unless they tell you right but i'm just saying it's a possibility that when they're asking questions they're using it to locate where they are as well okay so be open to that and um if you want to if they ask you a question that you cannot answer, don't get nervous about it. Don't freak out. There is Google. If they're like, well, how do, depending on how, you know, this has to be age appropriate, right? So if they're asking you, how do people who are the same sex have sex? How does that work? Can you get pregnant that way? Can you transmit STDs that way? How does that, what does that mean? And you get into your mind and you start freaking out like, I don't know how to answer that. Don't freak out, okay? Please do not freak out. Go on Google together and look it up together because what you're going to be showing them is how to find clean, safe sites uh, to answer questions about sex. So they're not going to Pornhub and watching porn to try to figure out how two women have sex, which if you're an adult on here, I know I have younger people that watch me. Pornhub is not a site for sex education, that sex is in no way reality, okay? No one's getting pleasure from that. It's a performance. Don't learn about sex from that. But when you are sitting with your kid and they ask you questions about how do same-sex people have sex, use this time as a time to educate. Go on Google together and find the information and then have a discussion after that. If you go to your kid and you start having this conversation with them, and they are standoffish they don't want to talk to you don't take it personally give them space okay depending on how old they are if they're teenagers they're practicing on becoming adults teenagers are adults in training so give them that right to be able to feel safe and ready to have the conversation before having the conversation so if they don't want to talk right now just ask them when's a better time for us to have this conversation because this is really important for me to communicate this to you right and then i agree it's sad how many kids are learning about sex through porn yes john and even worse is how many adults are learning about sex <laughs> through porn hub especially people who are new to being queer, okay, and the intimidation of being sexual with a person and you don't know what to do. And they have books, go to a sex store, okay? A pleasure store, whatever they call themselves. I have, I've given them out now because every time I buy my books, people always come because they don't wanna go to the store and buy it and they take my books away from me. So you go to the bookstore, the sex, they even have it at the bookstore, I'm sure at Barnes and Nobles, but I like to go to the sex stores, get a book, all right, if you're new to the queer game and you have a partner and you don't know what to do and what fits where and what's pleasurable and all that good stuff, this is a complete side note, okay? We have gotten sidetracked, but it's beautiful. I like it. <clears throat> Go get a book and read through it and be open to experimenting with yourself first, okay? Solo sex is still sex. It's still pleasure. If I don't know what pleases me, I can in no way 
invite anybody else into that process because again i'll just be performing and it won't be beautiful and powerful for me okay so that's a quick a quick little side note all right um and then lastly i want to reassure you all um and i'm so sad that bandy missed this so i hope she catches it on the replay i will save it to igtv lastly i want to reassure all the parents out there that your kids are more concerned about losing you as a parent and somebody else coming in there and taking their spot than they are concerned with the gender of your partner okay especially as a recently divorced parent your kid now has to figure out a new, all of the new dynamics and how they fit into your life, how they fit into the other parent's life, whether whoever may be in the home, and then you're introducing another parental, uh, potential parental figure into the picture. It's not about the gender. It's about how much space is this person going to be taking up in my mom's life that's going to take away from, from me and, me, you know, me being her priority. How is this going to work? Because we all know, right, when you start first dating a person, is like you go into the vortex and it's hard for anybody to reach you, okay, because you in love, all right, and nobody, <laughs> nobody can get to you. Um, so that's what they're concerned about. They're not concerned about what gender they are. The only thing I can say that's coming up to me right now that may be a concern for them would be how kids in school will respond to their parent who's now divorced being in a same-sex relationship. Depending on your school district and how conservative your school is and your environment has been, especially if you were in the church and now they are now part of, if you've been ostracized, they are now part of that stigma, okay? So they have unintentionally inherited whatever stigma the community has put on you for being queer. That is something, if that is the reason why you wanna talk to your kid, that is a prayerful conversation to have it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be over and done in one conversation. You're going to have to give room and grace to your kid if that is the situation for them to be angry for you putting them in this place. And this is a beautiful opportunity to help your kid learn how to manage their emotions, how to speak clearly about what they're going through and helping them understand that it's okay to be angry. It's, it's okay to have emotions that are not happy all of the time and how to get out of that, how to have a conversation with you and move beyond it. So this is a beautiful opportunity to parent your kid through that, through that stigma and could also be very healing for you because you're going through it as well and you can now share with them, well, this is what I know about what God says about this and this this is where they're wrong about people like me and you know me right i'm your parent you know me there's nothing different about me i'm not some deviant or demonic person you know that so there's nothing different these people are wrong about how they see the world and that's okay right so it's a beautiful opportunity to teach about loving people through them being jerks 
that's just a nice way to say it. And if you need help with that, I have a book called How to Be Yourself Even If Your Family Thinks You're Going to Hell. And in that book, I talk about how to love people beyond their non-affirming views of who you are as a person. So get that book, read it through. If that is a situation that you're having with your kid that now they have stigma because you are now out and open and loving yourself and dating, okay? Any questions? I know that was a lot. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me review my notes. Make sure I got, I got everything here. Okay. Looks like I got everything. Any questions? Let me know if you have any questions. And also, as I'm waiting for the questions, if you're on here and you're listening to me and you are someone who have come out to yourself, come out to God like a little bit, okay, and you are still struggling with that sticky doubt on the inside of you that where you're not really sure that it's okay to be queer, you're not really sure if it's really God's will and you're not really sure if he truly loves you or accepts you as you are, set up a call with me. The link is in my bio. It's 50 minutes coaching session for us to get really clear about where that's coming from. And then we'll have a we'll build a plan to how to get you out of that. Okay. So set up a call with me. If you all don't have any questions, it has been my absolute pleasure hanging out with you. And of course, as usual, before we go, I have to give you a hair update. Thank you for the hearts, everyone. Here's the hair update. So you all know that I'm, well, maybe you don't, I'm free-forming my hair. So it's the beginning of locks. People call them dreadlocks, but they're not dreadful. They're locks. And what I did was let my fro go, <laughs> let the fro go, and didn't comb it. And so what it did on its own was form, it formed locks right and so what i went through and did is i went and just twist it once they form their own locks however they wanted to do it okay because the hair is free i'm free we all free in here um <laughs> went through and just retwisted the roots so that they can stay where they are and now the next process is going to be going to be me just letting it grow how it grows and my goal is to get it only to my shoulders and maybe a little bit bit beyond and keep it short if you saw my post on my feed, I had really long locks before. That was two years before I cut them. They were like all the way down to my back. And I'm not, I can't with the long hair anymore, okay? So, and I can't with the fro. And I don't want to completely cut all my hair off because I don't know what the shape of my head is going to look like, honey. Uh, I don't, I'm not Tiffany Haddish and I don't, I don't have that grace. I just don't. So this is the best I can do. This is the compromise, Holy Spirit. Uh, thanks, Anna. This is the compromise the Holy Spirit had with me and let me know. Well, here's an option. Go ahead and go ahead and semi freeform your hair and we'll see what happens from there. So that's what's happening. And now she's, she's in a little cute ponytail. Uh, she doesn't look like this normally when I'm not on camera, okay? Because I get dressed up for today. I do have a fun interview coming up tomorrow um, with this doctor, and I do have to get dressed up for that. So maybe I'll come on live. You guys let me know if you want to see that and do my makeup on live because I know somebody did ask me that question about some makeup tips, okay? So we're into the green look today. I will be taking pictures after this and posting it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you guys so much. I want you to have a beautiful, beautiful 
beautiful Thursday. Um, it's Thirsty Thursdays, whatever that means to you. This is like my day of where I hang out with Jesus. Or it used to be my day where I went out to the bar and had a few drinks. But none of that, all of that is closed down now. So I'm hanging out with Jesus. Maybe I should go get me um, a nice bottle of champagne. Maybe that will, I, I think I need to elevate a little bit with some champagne. What y'all think? <laughs> I'm just messing with y'all. <clears throat> I'm staying home. I'm not going nowhere, okay? I love y'all so much. Thank you for watching. I will be back next Thursday, same time, 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time. I am in Colorado. That is 7.30 Eastern Time. So we will see you all next week on Queer Christian Conversations with me, your host, Coach Yema. Bye. Hello, hello. This is Coach Yema interrupting your podcast listening to let you know how you can work with me. I offer a one-on-one coaching program called The Path to Acceptance, and this program might be right for you if you want to no longer feel like a mistake, a sinner, or an abomination because of your sexual orientation. If you want to be confident that you are loved and accepted as someone made in the image of God and be 100% certain you're living in obedience with scripture, this might be right for you. And I'm offering right now a free 50-minute session that you can book with me right now if you go to my website www.yema.com and book a free call with me right now and on that call we are going to decide what the plan is for you the right plan is for you to move powerfully forward into your full acceptance from God and in God I hope to talk to you soon bye